Welcome to the Happy Sober Podcast. Helping people get back in control of their life, happiness, peace, and purpose, and all without a drop of alcohol. For more information and to book your place on our next free quit drinking webinar, visit www.stopdrinkingexpert.com. And now, here's your host, Craig Beck. Hey, how you doing? This is Craig Beck from StopDrinkingExpert.com. And welcome into today's video blog and podcast. Um, today, I want to talk about why it's so difficult to quit drinking. Why do so many people struggle with this? And I think the answer actually is a lot more simple than perhaps we consider. The strange thing is every time I post something on Facebook, on social media, Along the lines of spend a day with me at boot camp and you'll quit drinking. Join my online course and you'll quit drinking. I get a lot of hate. I get a lot of comments from people saying BS and there is no way, easy way out. There's no easy way of dealing with this. And it's hard for me not to be upset by that because I have seen people go from 30-year drinking careers of daily drinking for 30 years to nothing overnight with no problem. I've seen it thousands of times. And so when people kind of accuse me of um, being a scammer, you know, or peddling snake oil or or something that can't possibly work, it's hard for me not to be upset by that because I've seen it. But I understand where this criticism comes from because the general narrative around alcohol that we've all subscribed to is that quitting drinking is difficult, it is painful, and it is fraught with trapdoors and relapses and all sorts of horrible experiences. And for a lot of people, that is true. There's no doubt about it. But there are, in my opinion, two types of people who have problems with alcohol. You have alcoholics and you have problem drinkers. And the difference between the two is one of physical dependence on the drug. Alcoholics are consuming so much alcohol that actually alcohol has become a bit like oxygen to them. And they can't survive without it. You take alcohol off an alcoholic for more than a few hours and they experience extreme physical withdrawal symptoms. And that's why I don't work with alcoholics, because alcoholics need around-the-clock inpatient care by a medical professional. Now, the good news is, I think it's somewhere around 5% of people who have a problem with alcohol fit into that category. The vast majority of people are not physically dependent on the drug. They are psychologically addicted And they are in a loop with their drinking. So they're doing a stressful job. They're looking after the kids. uh, They're dealing with the pressures of life. And alcohol has come along and it's been used as a coping mechanism. It's this anesthetic that they can apply to life. And our subconscious learns what we do repeatedly. For example, we don't have to repeatedly learn that touching a hot pan on the stove is bad for us. Our subconscious records it and builds the physical tissue in our head to create the programs that make our awareness and perception of that hot pan permanent. So thankfully, we can approach a stove and see a pan on it and not just grab it every time. 
we've learned that lesson thanks to our very powerful and amazing subconscious mind. Now, the problem is, and what we talk about in boot camp a lot, is that the subconscious is infinitely more powerful than the conscious mind, but it has no filter. And while our conscious mind or our ego is continually expressing its opinion at the top of its voice, like some crazy, insane fool, the subconscious mind judges nothing. It just completes And it's always watching you. And so if there's something you do repeatedly every day, your subconscious mind will try and take the burden off the conscious mind and create a program in your head to facilitate that routine. And that works for good things as well as bad things, like drinking. So problem drinkers spend decades often creating this very deeply embedded program, the subroutine in their head that facilitates their drinking and links their drinking to certain events in life. You know, moms get into the routine of putting the kids to bed and declaring it's wine o'clock and out comes the bottle of wine and the corkscrew and that becomes the daily routine. And because it's subconsciously embedded, like Pavlov and his dogs, when they try and stop They feel very uncomfortable, very anxious and very stressed because they're not allowing a natural part of their brain to function as it wants to. So most of us who have a problem with alcohol are psychologically addicted. Now, that's great news because what Ivan Pavlov found with his dogs is, yes, he could condition them to respond as though they were being fed, even when they weren't, by ringing that bell What he also found was that if he left it a few months without ever ringing the bell, the effect would disappear. Essentially, ringing that bell after a few months would do nothing. The dogs would not respond. And what that tells us as psychologically addicted people is that our problem will go away if we give it enough time. So we we have two parts of this problem. We have the physical kick from the drug. This is the physically addictive element of the drug that is going to apply pressure on you to try and get you to drink. And that lasts for about two weeks, 14 days. So once you get 14 days clear of drinking, you're purely in to the realms of Pavlov and his dogs. It's got nothing to do with the addictive nature of the drug anymore. It's purely down to what you believe at a subconscious level. Now, this is really exciting because all this, all this narrative that quitting drinking is difficult is an illusion because we believe it must be difficult because alcohol is addictive. So it, we don't have any control. We don't have the power to stop this because it's an addictive drug. Yeah, it is, but it only has a two-week effect on the body. If you understand that everything after two weeks is psychological, it's a belief, a piece of meat inside your head, then it's the same as everything else in life that you want or you don't want. Now, this kind of hit me about two days ago. And that's strange because I've been doing this. I've been helping people to quit drinking for seven or eight years now. And I don't know everything about this drug. I don't know everything about addiction. 
But when you think solidly about something, about one thing, for nearly a decade of your life, you get pretty close to mastering it. And yet, I still have kind of moments of, you know, light bulb moments where I I think, oh wow, yeah, okay, I get it. And I want to share this with you because I think this is quite powerful. Hopefully, I can express it in a way that that does it justice. When I was a drinker, I tried to moderate my drinking a million times. You know, I, I went round in that circle of getting a couple of days clean and then buckling, getting a couple of weeks clean and then buckling, a couple of months clean and then straight back into the loop again. And nothing I tried really worked. I tried to quit and I tried to cut back and just nothing was working. And I just couldn't see how life was worth living without alcohol in it. When I stopped drinking, my view of the world was like, this is miserable. I can't go to parties. I can't socialize. I can't relax. I can't get to sleep. I haven't got confidence. I'm socially anxious. And this was the kind of, this was my belief structure. And when you firmly believe that this thing is giving you all those things, it's virtually impossible to, to give it up. And what I realized is about three months back, I decided to get off my backside and start going to the gym again because I've I've really let myself go in the last couple of years. You know, I met the woman of my dreams three years ago, uh, and we just settled down together, and we've had this amazing life, and it's very comfortable, and it's very lovely, and we got married this year, and everything is awesome. But I have been very lazy, and so about three months ago, I decided that I was going to hit the gym, and I went, and I hated it. And I went and I hated it some more. And I went again and I thought, this just sucks. It's just uncomfortable. It's painful. It's miserable. And if this is what I have to do to get fit and lose weight, then I just can't see how this is going to work because life sucks with this routine in it. Instead of getting up and having a leisurely breakfast, I'm here at eight o'clock in the morning lifting heavy weights and running on a treadmill. It's the most boring, tedious thing that I've ever done in my life. And I hate it. And that carried on for about a month, six weeks. Hated it, hated it, hated it. And then I noticed something. After about six weeks in this routine, I started enjoying it. I started getting excited. It was gym day. And whereas before I was looking at the clock all the time thinking, well, I've done, I've done 20 minutes. If I do another 20, that should do. These days when I go to the gym, I'm looking at the clock and it's saying 90 minutes. And I'm thinking, I, I can maybe get another five in. And it's purely about perception. It's a, this is true of everything in our life. Everything in your life is there because you placed it there, because you believe it should be there, or you believe there is a benefit to it being there. And everything that's not in your life is not there because of what you believe about it. And this is, there's no difference between living a healthy, exercise-filled life where you're in the gym regularly and loving it and being addicted to alcohol. It's all about your beliefs. If you are drinking at the moment, it's because you believe that alcohol is a benefit to you. If you don't go to the gym at the moment, it's because you believe life is better without the gym. And the reverse is true. If you don't drink, it's because you fundamentally understand at a subconscious level 
that alcohol is damaging your life and your life is less with it in it. And when you get your head around that, when you can see your life as a, as a, as a mixture, as a kind of compilation of beliefs, then you understand why alcohol is either difficult to quit or easy to quit. Whether you believe it's difficult or whether you believe it's easy, it's true. And you have the power to deal with this. And so if you're one of those people that posts <laughs> on my social media network, whenever I post saying there's no easy way out, this is a scam, this is snake oil. If you're one of those people, you're right. That's how it will be for you. You will try it and it will fail for you and it will validate what you originally thought. Because this is the power of our subconscious mind. Now, if you're one of those people who's open-minded enough to say, maybe this guy has something. Maybe the, the story that this has to be painful and difficult is false. Maybe it's an illusion. Maybe it's a story propagated by big alcohol. If you open your mind and you go into this process with the fundamental belief that it's going to be easy and you're going to nail it and it's going to be a part of your life, then you're right as well, because that will be your experience. That will be your reality. So I hope that is food for thought. I know it's a little bit complicated, but I wanted to share it with you because it really hit me when I found that I was enjoying going to the gym, that I was enjoying something that I'd previously labeled as terrible, as horrible, as impossible to, to incorporate into my life. And it reminded me of those days when I used to declare that living sober was boring. You know, life sucked without alcohol. This is not about what's in that bottle. Dealing with this problem is about what's in your head. And if you want it bad enough, I guarantee you, you can get it. So thank you very, very much for <laughs> indulging me and spending some time with me today. Uh, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to my YouTube feed. And we are now just over two weeks away from the next Quit Drinking Boot Camp in New York, Lower Manhattan. Don't miss your chance to attend because these things always sell out. Thank you so much. And I will see you at the website, stopdrinkingexpert.com. <laughs>